welcome to this month's look at the nursing headlines from Johns Hopkins. I'm Elizabeth Tracy. Hi, I'm Cinda Rushton. I'm a professor of nursing and bioethics in the School of Nursing and the Berman Institute at Johns Hopkins. Welcome, Cinda. And today we are going to talk about a report that's called Mind the Gap. And I'm going to ask you to start by giving us first the abstract version, if you would. This is a component of a very exciting initiative that we've just launched, the Resilient Nurses Initiative in Maryland. One of the pieces of this project was that we wanted to engage faculty, students, and frontline nurses in helping us understand what the gap was in terms of education and how our students are entering the nursing profession, especially in the areas of resilience and ethical practice. And to give us some suggestions about how we might bridge that gap, we have some concerning data that suggests some of them leave either their jobs or their profession within a year or two. The needs in the healthcare environment are so vast, and this last year has only amplified how important nurses are in the delivery of healthcare and the toll the pandemic has taken on them. This is meant to really help us move from thinking about it theoretically to coming up with some real solutions. And so this Mind the Gap report is the outcome of a crowdsourcing wiki wisdom process. We engaged students, faculty, and nurses from across the state to respond to some questions about that gap. Then let me back you up just a little bit. And you identified a piece of information that I was really unfamiliar with. And that is this idea that some people complete their training and then only stay in the profession for short periods of time. I had no idea. How often does that happen? We're seeing trends, especially during COVID. We had students who entered the workforce who didn't even make it a year. The idea that there's something missing in our preparation is something we really wanted to pause on. And what can we do about it? Well, so then help me to understand the questions that you asked of all of these vested interests who are part of the nursing profession. We asked them, what was it that sustained them during the pandemic? What was it that they drew on? to meet those challenges if they were already in practice. And also as a student, because student training was completely upended during the pandemic. Then we asked them what they saw as the gaps, what was missing, what would they want to have had in their training that would help them to meet those challenges. They had some really important solutions. This report is not our report from our Resilient Nurses Initiative. It's actually meant to give voice to the real lived experience of students and faculty and nurses who are in practice. Absolutely. And gosh, that kind of stress, in addition to all the rest of it, the physical stress and the emotional stress that definitely has been a part of this, to me, it certainly seems like it could easily get overwhelming. I wonder if you would be willing to share some of the suggestions that you found. Really interesting where people started in terms of recommendations. First of all, it was that our curricula in preparing nurses needed to be modernized to reflect the realities that are present. Part of that modernization would be to infuse the 
curriculum with conversations about what healthy coping looks like. You know, we have pretty significant data that nurses do experience mental health consequences, depression, anxiety. Alarmingly, nurses are at higher risk for suicide. How do we notice in ourselves the signals that we've reached a point of overwhelm and when we need help? They wanted to also have more opportunities to be with practicing nurses, to hear the realities of what it's really like <laughs> to be a nurse, to structure in more time in clinical practice, to talk about these issues of resilience. How do you make sense out of these ethical conflicts that are inevitable in our work? One of the things that they really highlighted was they needed expanded systems of support for students, the need for having a mentor, having your person that has your back from the time you enter nursing school into practice. One other piece is they wanted the approach to acknowledge their humanness, that we need to be intentional about acknowledging our limitations and being able to find support in both ourselves, but in our teams and in our environments. I think this is just truly remarkable and profound. And I would like you to reflect on your own personal experience with this with two questions. One of them is, is it your own lived experience that there's a whole lot of not naming the elephant in the room when it comes to nursing education and preparing nurses for what eventually is going to confront them in the healthcare environment? And the other question is, how has your own coping strategy changed as you've gone forward in your career, I'm wondering about providing students with a tool set that can grow with them as they accrete more professional experience. Well, I can say in my training, neither topic of how we support our own well being or ethics was much of my experience at all. I did have a period early on in my career where I was pretty burned out. My approach to that was to say, okay, and now what else? And so I would go back to school or I would start a new project. That's okay. But what really helped me was when I had the opportunity to have a fellowship, I was interested in the intersection of my clinical practice with contemplative practice. That was really the point at which I began to realize how important it was for me to cultivate within myself strategies that helped me to recognize when I had sort of gone off the rails <laughs> and how to get myself back on track. Those skills and tools I use every day, that's part of what's missing is that dimension of ourselves we tend to overlook. And yet we know that individually and collectively, when we can have self-regulation skills, when we can have ways to pause to make sense out of our experience, that it helps us to be able to nourish ourselves so that we don't end up as a completely empty cup with nothing to give. And the second part of that, how would you say that your skills have developed over your career? 
I think I started out with some basic sense of myself. What I realized later was how much many of those coping strategies were more autopilot responses. I was running very fast. I was in the hamster wheel. As much as we view burnout as this horrible, awful thing, burnout actually can be a gift because it makes us stop and say, whoa, what is happening? Who am I? And what matters? Unfortunately, our threshold for doing something is often pretty high. What I would say is now I know the signals of when I've reached the saturation point and I have more skills to support myself. Sounds like you've identified the problem. It's been acknowledged by many. How is this going to be integrated into education efforts going forward? So the Mind the Gap report is part of our Resilient Nurses Initiative Foundation. We will use it to guide the development of our programs over the next three years. It has already informed the series of faculty workshops that we're doing. We just finished the first one, focusing first on helping faculty cultivate these qualities within themselves so that they can authentically offer them to students. We want to continue this conversation as we develop resources, as we share them across the state. This is something we all have to care about. This is really the beginning of a dialogue across our state to garner the wisdom, to garner the best practices, and to come together in a way where we can collectively commit to changing this paradigm so that nursing students that we prepare are actually able to meet those challenges so that we can sustain our workforce, but most importantly, so that we can deliver compassionate, equitable, respectful care to the people we're supposed to serve. For me, that's the bottom line because we're here to make a difference in the lives of people. We can't do that when we ourselves are not whole. On that really amazing note, that is this month's nursing podcast from Johns Hopkins. I'm Elizabeth Tracy. I'm Cinder Rushton. Thank you for listening. <laughs>